You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hee. Happy Tuesday, villagers! Happy, happy Tuesday! It is the beginning of another beautiful week. We have four days left in this week to conquer it and crush our to-do list. I know that you are out there kicking ass and taking names. Keep doing you. Welcome back to another episode of the Tranquility Tribe podcast. You are listening to episode number 49. That's right, you guys, number 49. We've made it to almost 50. Y'all have hung in here for nearly 50 episodes listening to me go on and on about subjects that I love and I hold near and dear to my heart. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. I know I say this often, but thank you so much for caring about the things that I care about and fighting the good fight with me and coming up, coming out, showing up, standing beside me, standing behind me, and leading me when I need leading. So standing in front of me, I appreciate you. Thanks for being in my village, you guys. Thank you so, so much. Now, today's episode is a very, very, very special one. It's also a really important one. It is no surprise that children cost a boatload of money, right? Those little monsters, they are hella expensive, but worth every friggin' penny because we love them so much. Honestly, what would our lives be without the kiddos in our lives? nothing, right? I couldn't imagine my life being a world without babies, and I'm sure you can't either. But at the end of the day, someone has to pay for these little regrets, and it ain't gonna be cheap. So I enlisted the help of my friend Nicole LeGuern. She is a financial advisor, and I thought what better way to have Otherwise, really boring information shared with my villagers in a way that is easy to comprehend, but also delivered by a mom, by someone who really gets it. Nicole has a beautiful blended family of her partner and four children, and she is so active in the financial scene here in Boston, just going around left and right, educating people on their financial choices and their options, and y'all know that speaks right to my heart, so I had to have her on the show. Now, Nicole is committed to helping her clients find their path to financial freedom. She has helped so many families in the past look at their budget, figure out exactly what they can and cannot spend, know what they have to save before the baby gets here, know approximately what their baby is going to cost once they get here, all the things. So, Without further ado, let's just jump right into all of this money talk and preparing for that tiny human. Nicole, tuning in from Boston, welcome. Welcome to the Tranquility Tribe podcast. 
Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So before we jump in, because we've got a lot of things to talk about, can you give us a quick introduction of the things that you do every day and maybe how you came to walk this life of financial advising and especially doing that for families? Um, I wanted to sit down and talk to all of you a little bit about the big huge change that comes with having a baby. Um, I'm a mother myself and I know it was a huge change and a big lifestyle change and I just want to make sure that, that that there's some good educational information out there for you as well because I uh, was talking to Hehe a little bit ago and you can google water and you'll see all these things that are great about water and then you'll see all these things that are bad about water. So the internet's not always the best resource to be looking for this information. Um, so where do we start? Well, I'm sure you're all thinking, okay, well, my, how are my, uh, how are my finances going to change? Well, um, they're going to change a lot, right? <laughs> um, well, they're going to change drastically and you might be a little nervous about it and that's completely normal. Um, if you haven't started with a budgeting sheet, well, that's a good place to start. Um, and there's all different ones you could get for free offline. I could always email you one too, happy to do that. Um, and it's going to be a big change. So one thing we recommend is when you find out that you're expecting, um, now you have, um, say, eight months, nine months to start putting together a plan for yourself, what you want as a good financial cushion for when that baby comes. So it's a good idea to take that budget, start looking at where your money is going out towards and where you might be able to cut back on some unnecessary expenses. So that way you can start building out a nice big fund for yourself. Um, so in case when the baby comes, say you're out of work for a little while, you have something to fall back on. Um, say you are thinking, well, does it make more sense to put my baby in daycare or stay at home? Well, those are all things you have to think about too. Um, you'd have to take into account the amount of taxes coming out of your paycheck, um, which take home pay is going to be, um, and then compare it to how much you're gonna be paying for the daycare. Um, you're gonna be paying for gas to go to work. You're going to be paying for work clothes. Um, if you go out to lunch, paying for that. So you have to sit down with your partner and figure those things out. Wow, you know, I think these are the things that people don't really consider when they are thinking about having a baby, you know. One of the things that Nicholas and I did at the beginning of this year was we really sat down and looked at our food expenses because we're huge foodies. We love to go out and indulge in a really good, um, nice, expensive meal, and we don't think twice about it, right? Food is food is food is food for us. We love good food, and we don't mind paying for it. But something that a lot of people don't think about is the food that you eat, that 8, 10, 12, 15, 16, 20 bucks a day for lunch every day adds up to $100 a week, adds up to $400 a you know, month, there's a lot of, of extra expenses that I think a lot of people don't really realize. And when it comes to children, it's like that extra pack of diapers that you didn't realize you were going to have to have when you left the house with no diapers or that extra pack of three pack of wet wipes that cost X amount of dollars. 
the gas to and from daycare, that extra pack of pacifiers that you picked up, or, you know, there are all sorts of accrued costs that I don't think people really think about when it comes to having a baby. Another thing that you have to think about is college planning. What do you have to say about college planning for these tiny humans that we have and don't ever think about sending them off to college? Because while that seems so far away right now, it will be here in the blink of an eye. Thinking about college planning and when's a good time to start college planning? Well, as early as possible. Um, public schools right now are averaging um, $15,000 a year um, and private colleges are averaging about $33,000 a year. So if we, it's actually, college is one of the fastest growing um, costs in the United States right now per year, um, between three to 6% of inflation, and that's huge. So the earlier you start, the better. Um, and what you wanna start looking into is not just throwing that money into a, a bank account, start talking to a financial advisor about how to use the power of compound interest. Um, Albert Einstein said that the eighth wonder of the world is compound interest, and he's absolutely right. If you just take a small amount of money, start investing it, by the time your child's 18, you have a nice big chunk in there. Again, something nobody ever thinks about, I think, when you're having a baby. Something that people do always think about and something I always get the question of, and I'm super happy that you're here to share your expertise, insurance. What about insurance now that you are adding a family member into your family? So making sure that uh, your baby's going to be covered on the right health insurances you can check with, if you decide that you're gonna stay working, check with your uh, human resources department and see if you can add um, your baby onto that. Um, the state also has some good programs. Um, some of them are based off your income too, which is great. Um, we wanna talk about maybe some disability insurances. Um, if something, what you, when we have the baby, you wanna make sure that if something were to happen to one of, one of you, you won't be stuck. Um, you're going to be left with you're going to be stuck with one income so you want to make sure that you have a protection piece in place so that you'll be able to um, pay your mortgage if you have one pay for the daycare services because now you're going to have to work um, and cover some of that income that you're not getting now up until the child's at least 18 years old um, so disability might be something you want to look at a lot of people get it through their work um, but then you're stuck in a group plan if you have something a little privately owned, that might be a good idea because then you could take it with you whenever you change jobs, wherever you go, and it gives you a little more extra coverage. And that's in case, you know, a disability, three months disability, or there's some that actually will cover you until age 65, something were to happen that you have more income coming in to help you pay those bills. Um, so we have health, we have disability insurance, um, some life insurance is a big one. Um, people are you know, paying for insurance to cover their mortgage, paying for insurance to cover their car, but there's 30% of people walking around in America that don't have any life insurance. Um, and if something were to happen to a partner, once again, how are you going to cover those costs? Um, it's very important that we cover one of the biggest assets, and that's your income and your spouse's income. Um, so babies, children don't have to grow up in poverty. They have the money they need to 
to pay for college, to pay for a first car, pay for a wedding, pay for school uh, if they decide to go to private um, schools um, from, you know, uh, six to age 18. Oh my golly, there are so many things to think about when having a baby. Uh, my mind is rattled right now and I'm not even pregnant. So what about saving for a baby? So typically uh, in finance, we always recommend that 20% of your income goes to savings. Um, 60% goes to your fixed expenses. That's your mortgage, your car payment, anything that you can't really adjust. Um, and then the other 20 is more your discretionary income, your lifestyle, going out, or personal care, things like that. Um, now that you're going to have a baby, you um, probably will be saving a lot more money on going out to eat. Um, maybe you're, maybe you won't. I, don't, I know I stayed in a lot more since I've had a um, child and because when they're real young, they're sitting there in the restaurant, they're screaming and you're just, everyone's staring at you. I'm like, I don't want to deal with this till they're a little older and <laughs> rather stay home. Um, and if you do plan on, you know, the first couple of weeks you have the baby, it's going to be hard cooking because it's a big change. You're going to be tired a lot and you're going to have to be doing a lot of prep for the baby and um, making the bottles or breastfeeding, whatever you plan to do. So it might be a good idea to either A, um, have some nice frozen backed up meals in your freezer, or if you plan that, to go out to eat more with the baby, make sure you set aside money for that because a lot of people don't. Um, and that adds up quick. Oh, yeah, it does. I mentioned earlier that Nicholas and I had taken a look at the finances that we were putting towards food and when we got that number, I was like, holy cow, is that true that we spend that much on food? Like, we should be as big as a house, both of us, right? It's That's crazy. It does really add up. So that gets me to thinking, what do you say to people about pre and post baby budgets? Like, how do you, um, how do you tell people to plan that pre baby budget? I guess like, pre-pre-baby budget, like what you're working off of and then what you need to prepare for to have a baby because that does cost money. Um, and then again, post-baby budget, what do you say about those three? Okay, well, um, just to go back a little bit, once you know you're expecting, you, what you want to do is start planning then so that you don't have, you, when your baby comes, you feel more financially secure and you have a little more peace of mind and you can just spend that time enjoying your baby. You don't have to be stressed about any finances. So start cutting back on things. So if you want to get baby clothes, um, a lot of people I know, they go to consignment shops. Um, they go use our online yard sales. I do. And I don't want to, my son, he goes out of clothes every three to six months. So I just exchange them. I'll say who has this and who has that or I'll sell off what he has for 10 bucks and then buy another bag of clothes for 10 bucks. Um, so you can save a lot of money that way. Even consignment shops for used furniture, um, you save a lot of money that way. Um, if you want to try breastfeeding, save a lot of money that way. Um, I know people that do um, cloth diapers. Personally, that's not something I wanted to venture into. <laughs> seem like a little uh, too much work, but uh, there are people that find a lot of success in that too. I was listening to a video um, about doulas and they're saying, you know, if you're not happy with your uh, doctor or your healthcare provider, go find a new one. And some of them will you'll save more money too on healthcare costs that way. 
Um, and doulas are really good with helping you get through all that um, emotional part of it all. Oh, yes, we do. It takes a village, you know, without you and real estate agents, mortgage brokers, car salesmen. Like, it takes everybody. All the pieces have to fall into place for this family to successfully bring in another human being and welcome someone into their family, right? (laughs) That is no small feat, and it takes the work of many, many people. So thank you to everyone that's in our village. Thank you to you, Nicole. We appreciate it. But that still leaves the question, what happens after baby gets here? What does that budget look like? What do parents need to know? Um, So after your baby comes, your lifestyle is going to change a lot and your finances are going to change a lot and it's going to take a while to adapt your spending habits. And that's like anything else that you do when you start working out at the gym, it takes a while until you start seeing results. It takes a while for you to get used to it. So my recommendation is start your budget, put it, put it together beforehand. Um, and then when the baby comes, try to active, actively live this budget best you can and you you might not be able to do it 100 percent the first the first week two weeks month two months three months but that's okay you know give yourself a little bit of a break and just try to follow it the best you can and then eventually you become a habit um just keep trying to put money away and save a little bit um you know we recommend 20 percent but if you are not used to saving then start with 10 percent of your income um yeah i think that's part of like parenthood in general, right? Is like having this plan, but then having to be okay with shifting for that and maybe not making that goal or maybe making that goal a lot easier than you thought and then feeling like you don't have anywhere to go. Like, oh my goodness, well, I met this goal, now what? Um, So I think parenthood is kind of like this. So it's nice to hear you reinforce that flexibility of it's okay if you don't make it in that first week or two weeks or even three months, six months, it might be a little bit before you find your feet on the ground and that's okay, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's uh, when you change habits, it takes a while. Um, I can personally say, and everyone I know that has children is a huge lifestyle change and it takes right. a while to get used to, but you have this innate need that like, oh, you know, like I see all this cute stuff for my, my little baby girl or my little, my son at the mall and I want to get him this cute stuff and sometimes you splurge. You, know, you just can't help it. You want to buy him that cute little sweater at Baby Gap and that's okay. Uh, that's what you want to do. Um, a lot of parents always ask, well, how do I save for college without sacrificing my retirement account now? Well, we say you can always borrow for college, but you can't borrow for retirement. Um, so you, you want to make sure that you're taken care of first, um, because, you know, college, college takes 18 years to get, get down there, but you know, uh, there's financial aid and there's other ways of putting money away so that you'll have something there. And if you're not, you can't cover it hundred percent, you want to make sure that your retirement is going to be sound. You're going to be all right. You don't want to live in poverty in retirement or run out of money in retirement. Everyone wants to do the things that they want to do travel, see family, um, just live comfortably. So step one is making sure that you're okay and then start worrying about the college planning. Well, step one is actually making sure you have emergency funds in the bank in case something happens and your insurances are in place. That's actually the first step. Um, If you don't have those things in place, the foundation, then all the pieces you're building on top 
um, could crumble on you. So if you don't, you know, don't have insurances in place and you don't have emergency fund in place and something happens, you're going to tap into your retirement account. And if you start tapping into employer sponsored accounts, you get penalties and fees. Um, you're going to start taking credit cards and spending money on credit cards. We don't want that to happen. We don't want any debt cycles to, to start. So just making sure that you have that emergency funds. Um, once you have three to six months emergency funds, um, and all your insurance is in place. Um, you want to, you can start investing money. So you actually earn good interest on your money. Cause we always say there's two types of people. There's people that pay interest and people that get paid interest. You want to be someone that gets paid interest. <laughs> and if you need any help with paying off debt, um, feel free to reach out to me or anyone else, you know, in my fields to start tackling that, especially credit card debt, anything with high interest, you want to get rid of immediately. Um, that can really hold someone back. Um, another piece I wanted to touch on too is estate planning. That's really important. And that's making sure you have health proxy in place, power of attorney, um, any legal documents that like a guardianship paperwork, um, just making sure that there's trusts and wills in place. So if something does happen, God forbid, hopefully nothing does, but we all know that things happen, um, that, that the court knows what's going to happen with your child and who's going to take care of your child and what goes to your child and making sure they're going to be safe. Because if you don't have that in place, it's up to the court. It's not up to you. Um, and that, uh, that's really, really, really important. I would say that that's probably first year having a child getting that in place. And the wills, you want to make sure you update every two to three years. Um, I know he, he, he said something about beneficiaries on policies. That's really important to stay updated with. There's people I talk to who've had life insurance policies in place for 30 years and they never think to check beneficiaries. It'll be like their ex-husband or ex-wife on it and... I say, hey, we got to change this because you guys aren't married anymore. And how much would that stink if your ex just got, you know, $500,000? <laughs> so it's really important that you stay on top of updating all that paperwork as well. So what are your steps um, that you, you think parents should take if their take-home pay, so, you know, what they're bringing in is different after the baby gets here because one of the parents decides not to return to work? that could be a huge, a huge loss of income, right? That's a huge yeah. loss of income. Um, you have to be really, if it's gonna, if it's going to really affect you and um, how you're gonna live, then you have to really stick to a stick, uh, strict budget. Um, if you want to try some at home direct sales work, I see a lot of stay-at-home moms do that kind of work. Um, even self-employed moms start little businesses, but it's gonna it's going to take a lot of your time taking care of the baby. Um, it's all about budgeting. It's all about budgeting, living um, underneath your means. Um, I am budgeting. They call me the budgeting guru. So if anyone has questions on how to do that, I would say uh, I have a network of people where sometimes I'll sit down with someone and their car insurance looks really, really high. Their homeowner's insurance is really high. And I have people I reach out to in my network and I'll say, can you throw them a quote and save them some money? So I'll do that for clients. And most times, nine times at a time, we end up saving people. Uh, could be one to $300 a month just because we're getting requotes on their insurances. Um, so that's a little tip there. Happy to do that for anybody as well. Um, doesn't cost anything, it's free. 
So what do you um, what do you say to parents who need to update their their will um, or maybe even get a real a will written, but update their beneficiaries? What do you say to them? What's your advice? Um, well, I don't do estate planning specifically. Um, I have people in my network that do. So I would have them talk to um, I have two girls that work down the street from me in Waltham and they're amazing and they'll they do free consultations just like I do. And I just say, do you mind if um, one of them, or I say, um, one of them's going to give you a call um, and talk to you a little bit about this. And they say, okay. And I usually have Lisa or Miranda talk to them about it. Um, I don't try to give out any legal advice. That's not my field. <laughs> but uh, beneficiaries, yeah, you should update that. I don't know, every two or three years, will, same thing. Because things change. Um, you never know what to expect. Um, a good thing, too, about staying home with the baby that I just thought of um, is you get some tax deductions. Ooh, yes. Let's talk about the tax deductions. Every parent's dream, the payback for going through all of the poop explosions and tantrums and not that blue cup, but that blue cup throughout the years. What, what are we looking at here? Um, I'm not a CPA, but I do have some CPAs that are great. Um, you start getting um, dependent deduction. You'll get a child tax credit, and that's based off your income. Um, you'll get a tax credit for childcare if you decide to put your, your child into daycare. Um, and that's just a percentage of what you're paying. Um, and then some people qualify too for an earned uh, income tax credit. So there's definitely some benefits to staying home. You get a better return in the end. Um, you just have to change your lifestyle a little bit and get used to it, um, not going out as much. Um, I would imagine people probably be driving a lot less if they're staying home. Um, like I said, just reach out. I, I, a lot of the online yard sales are great for, for baby items, use baby items. So many amazing tips for planning your budget around a new baby. Nicole, where can people connect with you if they wanted to reach out and um, see what you had to say about their finances, get your advice, maybe just hear you say things are going to be okay? <laughs> um, well, I am on Facebook, Nicole Lagern. My company is Concord Wealth Management. Um, my email is nicole.lagern. It's spelled L-E-G-U-E-R-N at cwmofnewengland.com. It's a little long, um, but all my information is there right on my Facebook page. I'm on LinkedIn as well. Um, and if you just throw my name into Google, it should pop up as well. Um, really, I really focus on helping a lot of women. I, uh, I know what it's like to go through a big life change like that. And it's, and it's tough and it's kind of nice to have, I wish I had someone, you know, like a, like a doula like yourself or a financial coach on my side to help me through that because I didn't. And it would have been nice just to have someone to lean on and call up and talk to a little bit about those kinds of changes and what I, I needed to do to feel more secure about having my baby. Um, they say that people spend an average of $245,000 from birth to age 18. So having a little help and knowledge and guidance along the way would definitely come into a uh, be beneficial to a lot of people. So my consultations are free. Um, 
it makes sense to do business together, then we will. And if it doesn't, that's fine. But I'm happy to help people any way I can and give them the resources and tools that they need to be successful. If you log on to penmutual.com, they have awesome calculators for uh, saving for college, retirement, life insurance needs. They have all different people's stories and um, different obstacles they face and how they overcome them. So definitely check that out and some great tools on there, free tools, check out. That's awesome. Nicole, thank you so much for being on the show and educating us on all of this stuff and really bringing light to, um, to something that I, I don't think a lot of people really consider when, when they think about having kids. Um, and especially for, um, for those who, who aren't those super planners, uh, these are things that might sneak up on you. Um, and, and sometimes it's not until your baby gets here that you realize, um, these are things that, that should should have probably already happened. Nicole, thank you so much for being here. And villagers, as always, find your tribe and love them hard. Did you know you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching The Tranquility Tribe Podcast on Facebook. And our Instagram tribe is at Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers. <laughs>